Welcome to Behind the Case, an ACG Case Records Journal podcast, brought to you by the American College of Gastroenterology. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Case. I'm Roberto Simons Linares, Editor-in-Chief of the ACG Case Reports Journal and a GI Fellow at the Cleveland Clinic. I would like to welcome our guest today, Dr. Ahmad Altai, who is the author of a great article published in our journal last month. He's currently a GI Fellow at the St. Louis University Hospital. Welcome, Ahmad, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me, Roberto. Ahmad's uh, article is entitled Mesenteric Venous Thrombosis Masquerading as a Small Bowel Obstruction. So, Ahmad, I found that your article was pretty interesting and common. So, could you please give us a summary about the case? Of course. So we took care of a 33-year-old uh, woman who has multiple admissions to an outside facility with the chief complaints of abdominal pain in addition to nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. Evaluation over there showed jejunal wall thickening on uh, imaging, and she had a push neuroscopy that revealed a jejunal disorder for which the patient was transferred to our facility. Over here, we attempted to remove the bezoar, uh, but these attempts were not successful. Uh, patient's hospital course was complicated with mesenteric ischemia and perforation requiring exploratory laparotomy with partial small bowel resection. And so her surgical biopsies showed evidence of venous thrombosis. So we reviewed the imaging that the patient had before, and she apparently had evidence of thrombosis of the superior mesenteric vein. Eventually, patient had an eventual recovery post-op and was discharged home. Got it. Okay, well, that's a great summary. So, Ahmad, what is, for the audience, what is mesenteric venous thrombosis? Yeah, mesenteric venous thrombosis is the term used to describe thrombotic occlusion of at least one of the mesenteric veins. It most commonly involves the superior mesenteric vein, and it's an uncommon cause of mesenteric ischemia, but has an overall better prognosis when compared to other causes of mesenteric ischemia. So what is the typical presentation? How do, this, how do these patients present, and what was different in, in your case report? So the presentation really depends on the extent and the rapidity of thrombus formation. So mesenteric venous thrombosis classically presents either in an acute or a chronic fashion. Uh, the presenting signs are usually nonspecific, and that's why a high index of suspicion is required really to make the diagnosis. What was different in our case is that our, the patient's presentation was kind of in a subacute fashion, did not really fit the acute or the chronic form. And I guess that's one reason that made the diagnosis challenging. So how do you differentiate between, you know, acute and chronic? Is there a time frame? Is it like hours or right. weeks or how does Correct. It... Yeah. So based on the literature, the acute form usually presents within hours to a maximum of days, really, while the chronic form usually presents over weeks to months. Our patient's symptoms before she presented to the outside hospital has been ongoing for at least 10 to 14 days. So she kind of really did not fit that, either the acute or the chronic form. Mm -hmm. And that's why she kind of fit more that 
sub-acute form, which is really less well-defined in the literature. Exactly, yeah, it's more challenging. And it was, like you said, you know, multiple and specific symptoms, right? Abdominal pain. So how do you usually diagnose mesenteric venous thrombosis, Ahmed? So CT with contrast, including CT and geography, is really considered the diagnostic modality of choice. And the focus when interpreting these studies should be on the venous phase, which usually shows uh, filling defects or lack of flow in, in one of the mesenteric veins in that phase. And that's considered the gold standard for making that diagnosis. So, as you said, this was kind of an specific symptoms. Uh, the presentation was not spe specific, and also the timeline, right? Like you said, subacute. It wasn't really acute. It wasn't really chronic. So, what differential diagnosis do you suspect, and uh, how do you end up ruling them out? So we know that small bowel disorders are a rare cause of small bowel obstruction. In our case. Given the, the young age of the patient and involvement in the small bowel, IBD or inflammatory bowel disease was on the top of our differential. And we also even started the patient on intravenous steroids, to which the patient initially responded mm -hmm. before losing response. During the endoscopy, biopsies were taken from the small bowel, and the findings were not suggestive of inflammatory bowel disease. And more reflective of an acute inflammatory process. And the other differential diagnosis that we considered, of course, included small bowel carcinoma, which is a rare cause of small bowel obstruction, but should be considered in, in such presentations. And another possibility that we entertained was a small bowel strictures related to the use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Now, taking, you know, your case uh, aside, but in general, mesenteric venous thrombosis, how do we usually manage it? How, how do we manage it? And, and what was different in your case? What did you guys end up doing to manage this patient? So the initial management usually it depends on whether we're dealing with a complicated case of mesenteric venous thrombosis or a case that did not have any complications. In patients without complications, the management is overall conservative and includes anticoagulation, IV fluids, bowel rest, and bowel decompression. In patients who had complicated presentations, such as those with bowel infarction, then surgical uh, resection should be the first line. And that's what basically the patient in our case had. Yeah, the patient underwent surgery. And actually, you even have the surgical pathology slides in the case report. And I always encourage our audience to go to ACG case reports website and review the case, see the images. They're great resources of learning. So Ahmed, in summary, what would you say was the most challenging part of your case report? Yeah, I would probably say that making the diagnosis was probably the most challenging part of the case, given that the presentation was really atypical. Mm -hmm. came as in a subacute fashion. Now, Ama, could you summarize the take-home points? What would you like, you know, the trainees to remember about your case report? Of course. I think really the main take-home point is to have a high index of suspicion 
to make the diagnosis of mesenteric venous thrombosis because we know the symptoms are usually non-specific and the diagnosis can be easily overlooked on cross-sectional imaging and early diagnosis is really important to prevent complications. And maybe the other take-home point would be once the diagnosis is made, then it's really vital to work up the patient for a possible or potential hypercoagulable state. Excellent. No, no, I totally agree. Those are great points. And now I always like to ask a non-medical question to our guests. So, Amma, tell us something about you that most people don't know. That would be the fact that I grew up in three different countries, and these were the UK, Iraq, and Jordan. And I, I think this early life experience really helped me kind of develop a, a passion for travel and exploring new cultures. Well, no, that's amazing. That provides you with a lot of diverse culture growing up. With that, we finalize this episode. And thank you again, Amat, for joining us today. And thank you to the audience for listening. Stay tuned and until next episode. <laughs>